0: Help by Claudia. Podcast with me, Denny Schaefer, a production of Denny Radio. This is episode 50. Boom! Yay! We are Woo-hoo! halfway to the 100. Yeah. And they said it wouldn't last. Today it's uh-huh. QA. <laughs> QA with Claudia. But the disclaimer must be read. The information contained in these podcasts is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or health condition. Please consult a qualified healthcare professional if you do have a medical condition. The FDA has not evaluated the information on this podcast, which represents the opinions of the hosts or guests. Today, it's just me and Claudia hanging out. Me and you. (laughs) Getting the word out. All right. Here's question number one. Kathy in Southfield, Michigan, via the gram, says, how would you, Claudia, redraw the food pyramid?
1: Well, wow, that's a great question. It's a big question. Um, It's funny. uh, A few months ago, a a nurse that Uh, shops at our store, we were talking about the food pyramid and, you know, we were saying, well, does anybody really even pay attention to the food pyramid anymore? I mean, I don't know that anybody does. Of course, in the institutions, you've got hospitals, schools, prisons, rest homes, they do. But, you know, so here's my answer to that. I think it's very difficult to make an appropriate food pyramid for millions of different people in this day and age. Um, And I I personally, I I don't know how helpful it is to a lot of people. But, um, you know, because I'm a fan of the blood typing, I truly believe that now across the board, I think, you know, everybody needs to eat more fresh, live, whole food. People aren't eating enough veggies. Um, I I think fruit is important. It's interesting. We see some people that are eating too much fruit now and it's whacking out their blood sugar, but fresh whole food is so important. But when we talk about, you know, on that pyramid, you know, you've got fats and oils. Everybody's saying just a little, little, little. I was, I was trained. Fats and oils are very, very important. Natural, fats and oils are very important to the human body. So, and then some people nor, need more protein than others. So, I I I personally to redo the um pyramid, I probably wouldn't have a <laughs> have a food pyramid. It's kind of a weird thing to say, but that's how I look at it. And and there's other people saying this. I am not the only one. I mean, Western Price Foundation is saying, you know, what's up with the food I mean, a lot of other um, um, groups of thought is, is just, you know, questioning the food pyramid as a whole. Well, so I look I, at it this
0: way, cause I'm like you, I believe in eating to your blood type, cause what's good for me is not good for you. What's good for you could be good. for right. And you know how that works. But right. I think it's interesting And as you were giving your uh, excellent response, I was looking it up uh, on my phone, on the internet, uh, talking about the pyramid, uh, the food pyramid. And it says, What's the new food pyramid in 2023? What's been added to the pyramid? And I'm thinking, wait a minute, we human beings been around for thousands of years. Exactly. And the food pyramid, if it's good, it shouldn't right. change. It shouldn't change. It used to be you get this many proteins, this many fats, this many, whatever. And but again, uh it's changing because you know people uh, are trying to bully people into eating a certain way or holding on to bad habits or whatever but everybody is different every age is different yes. so you can't have one food pyramid that works for everybody it's just not possible I, I,
1: exactly but but and the other thing is remember you know when we look at the history of the food pyramid i mean the usda Um, you know, they were put into place in the 1800s. I forget exactly what year. So they've been looking at, you know, over the course of time about talking about how do you guide people to, to eat things. And, you know, when you look at the original the earlier food pyramids, it was all grains. The, the base of it was all grain foods. And, you know, we we know that in part the food pyramid was designed to, it was also based on agriculture, keeping agriculture in, in business. So, you know, grains are a big thing in this country. But after all these decades, you have all these people eating all these refined grains We know it's a serious problem. So I think the whole thing needs to be revamped. And, you know, again, we just keep we will always teach people eat according to what is right for you. And some people, you know, some people and and, you know, you have the whole camp of people that are saying nobody needs protein other than what they're getting from plant based. I highly disagree with all that. Some people truly need animal protein. It just What form is is going to be easier or more um, beneficial for them to digest? So all these things, I think, have to come into that conversation. Agreed. I cannot live with at least bacon every now and again. All right, let's move on.
0: Here's the next question from Ben in Toledo. What do you, Claudia, think of IV treatments?
1: Oh, I think they're wonderful. As long as you go to someone that knows what they're doing. Um, I was very blessed. Uh, you know, I've talked about Dr. Terry Chappell, who was, uh, his practice was in Bluffton, Ohio. Many people in our neck of the woods knew him for many years. He, he's now retired. Um, but he did IV Approaches many years ago, and I sent a lot of customers for whatever glutathione drips, you know, vitamin C drips, uh, you know, to s- support the adrenals. So I, I'm a fan of IV drips, and we have a great place here in Toledo now called uh, Drip IV. I think it's called Drip IV Hydration. It's on Telmad Road. Uh, there, it's run well. They're doing a great job over there. So I, I, I think that they have benefit and and you know because so many people have gut distress their ability to break things down and uptake them is very compromised so some people truly actually flourish better with iv approaches because until they heal their gut it gets right into them and their body can utilize whatever is in the iv so i'm a fan okay, of Okay
0: you you're absolutely correct it's a drip iv hydration and aesthetics over on tell me 50 yes. episodes we're on number 50 today we have never talked about uh, IVs and IV treatments. Uh, is that an episode down the road,
1: possible? It is. Yes, it is. Yep. And
0: because I mean, when I think of IV treatments, the first thing I think of is, okay, I'm not hydrated, and that's why you get get an IV. But it's it's more than that.
1: It's beyond that. Yeah, they have a whole menu. We actually have the menu of what they offer at our store. I didn't. I I don't have it with me, but they do a great job. Uh, IV uh, treatments benefit a lot of people. Okay. So, Yep. All right.
0: Here's a good one. Uh, Steve in Waterville, can you elaborate, Claudia, on what sugar does to the body, and why do I Uh, seem to crave sugar when I'm having a rough day?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And um, uh, a lot of people will come in and say they're they're extra stressed and all they want to do is eat sugar. You know, of course – all these answers, everyone's going to give you a different answer, but here's my answer on that. Sugar, sugar is truly at the point where people are eating sugar in this day and age. We've talked about, we know that, pe- that the average American is eating about 150 pounds of sugar a year, 150 pounds. I mean, that's a lot of sugar. That's so, the size of a human. It it is. And and I think that when we talk about sugar, because a lot of people say, oh, a little is okay. Well, a little would be okay. But when you look at what somebody has been doing every day over the course of a lifetime, a little bit of sugar can really stress the whole endocrine system. Because remember, the pancreas has to deal with all that sugar going into the body. Now, I just want to say before we get into that. Because I teach, a, I've done a class on sh- on different forms of sugar for years. So that's the first place we need to start. When, when, when most people ask about sugar, they're asking about white, refined, sugar. But in truth, we well, I, I like to separate it. Are we talking about natural forms of sugar, which is you know honey, maple syrup, date sugar, coconut sugar? whatever. There's a lot of them. And now we have the plant alcohols. There's, you know, there's erythritol and there's xylitol. So you've got all these different forms of sugar. And then of course you have the artificial sweeteners, which that's a whole separate conversation, because I think it's quite sad um, that the, that, You know, artificial sweeteners are allowed in the food supply in this country when we know full and well. There's a lot of research that has shown from years ago. These, a lot of the artificial sweeteners are very dangerous. They're causing, they're causing great, um, imbalances and havoc to the human body. So, back to sugar. If we're talking about natural sugar, and of course you have fruit sugar, um, if you, if we're talking about natural sugar, that's one thing we teach people: if you're going to eat fruit, stick to the fruit that's low on the glycemic index, which means it has a lower glycemic value; it doesn't stress the pancreas as much. So, I and what I, fruits are those? Those are usually berries. Um, I don't have my glycemic. There's a table. The original glycemic table ran from zero to a hundred um which was glucose, the higher the value, the more it stressed the pancreas, the more it's asking right. the pancreas, you got to pull, you know, to pull the, the insulin or the, uh, to pump out insulin to get the sugar out of the blood. All
0: right. so, so just Google, Google it, whole, people, just Google the whole,
1: it. The whole system, the, I think the whole um digestive system is so taxed. So when, Uh, the gentleman, what's his name? I'm sorry, that asked about the sugar. Who asked this question? Uh, That
0: would be Steve in Waterville.
1: Steve. So Steve, to answer your question, a lot of people feel, remember, sugar revs things up. And when you rev up, oftentimes people get the the crash of the sugar. That's Mm -hmm. the book that I've talked about before called The Sugar Blues. So some people, when they're down, when they're stressed, they crave sugar. And then after they eat it, it dumps them. They feel down, fatigued, they yeah. want to take a nap, some people get headachy, they get achy. So, you know, stabilizing blood sugar is an extremely important conversation. Um, the other thing I want to mention with sugar is that, you know, I, I read an article. This was, I don't know, a couple of years ago. I wish I would have saved it. It was written by a dietitian, and she was saying that sugar is not addictive, and I would highly, highly disagree with that, because when we talk about fungal overgrowth and when we talk about parasites that most people are living with, I mean, we've, we've talked about fungal overgrowth. It's an issue in the United States. I first learned about systemic yeast overgrowth in 1986. We've guided hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people how to balance that fungal issue in their body. What do we know about it? Sugar feeds it. So, we also know that sugar feeds parasites. A lot of people are coming in, they want to do parasite cleansing. So, the body may not, it may not, uh, I just think there's other reasons why sugar has become such an addictive issue.
0: So, All right, let's go to the next question. Jeff in Sandusky, he says, as I'm getting older, I want to stay sharp. I see my peers struggling with memory. I don't want to get where they are. Can you recommend anything for memory?
1: Well, of course, we always, again, where does it start? We start with what are you eating? Because we know that people that eat a lot of sugary foods, a lot of fast food, a lot of, you know, high carb foods, it affects them mentally. That's a lot of people, you know, they come in and they're dealing with brain fog. And that's really, to me, what's, you know, a big part of the brain is being overwhelmed with all of these toxins. And the, the brain starts in the gut. So, um, Tell me again, what was the question? Tell me what oh, was the question oh again. Oh, my gosh, Claudia. How do I, I keep my memory I, sharp <laughs> as I get older and you just lost track? Claudia, But I you was, think, But here's why. I was thinking of there's so much to talk about with this that I lost my own train of thought, and I normally right. don't do that. But uh, we've, we're going to have – that's kind that of funny. classic, part. by the way. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to be doing an episode in um, – October on brain health. All right, and so when you ask course. that right away, I'm thinking of all the supplements that are wonderful to nourish the brain. Right. <laughs> and then I forgot what Got I it. said. So, you forgot what you <laughs>
0: so that's just stay funny. tuned to this podcast because we're going to be dealing with that and hopefully claudia will have her memory better by that time
1: i'll tell you sometimes there's so many thoughts in my head i'm thinking out which way do i should i go with that so that's claudia i've known you for almost 30 freaking years i mean i know I'm, i i've
0: seen it many times you're going left when everybody else going somewhere else oh, and then you're right down goodness. the middle <laughs> All right, here's a great question. This is from Aaron in Toledo. But how would but you... Emma, Before we
1: do that, Wayman, I just want to say when we tune in, when we have that episode in October about brown brown uh, brain health, we're going to go over some wonderful, wonderful, important supplements that nourish well, the brain. Yeah, that's and, what I want to tell if you. Me. If you go
0: in the archives, if you go up to your your Facebook page, Good Health by yeah. Life, uh, Claudia health foods um, you'll see some of the last episodes and we've already done some on the brain health we so have so my my passage yeah
1: yeah yeah either either
0: rewatch re-watch them or grab the actual podcast and just re-listen to them because there's great information there. All right Aaron and Toledo how and this is a good question. How would you define natural health and what are some benefits of living a natural, healthy lifestyle? So let's I take think, the first one. How would you define natural health? Because a I lot of people, yeah. they're afraid to tell people, well, I'm on the natural health uh, journey now. They're like, oh, right. some kind of freak and all you eat is right. tofu.
1: Right. You know, it, it, it. listen, people that are on a natural health journey, I applaud them. I have great respect for it. It's a big commitment. Uh, it's a very important life-changing path for many people. So, um, well, again, there's so much to talk about with with each of these questions. But natural health, the way I look at natural health and what we teach people, there's different ways of approaching our health. And when we look at natural health modalities, these are these are things that are helping us to nourish our own body, whether there's supplements. You know, in time, we're going to have practitioners coming on. We have a lot of practitioners in our area that are asking if they can come on to talk about cranial sacral therapy or, I mean, there's all these different beautiful modalities like the IV people. So we're going to get some practitioners on over time. So there's a lot... um, there's there's natural health is a beautiful way of walking a daily journey. It starts with mindfulness. It starts with caring about how you're treating your your temple, if you will. And I think that natural health, I think one of the biggest differences between that and allopathy course, allopathy is symptomatic approaches. With natural health, we always want to understand what could be the potential underlying factor that's creating a symptom. We're always digging, digging. How do we help the body balance? How do, Where are the underlying imbalances? And through supplements or other uh, modalities that we do, how do we help that, that person find their balance? So natural health is a totally different approach. It, and I think one of the biggest things is it's a partnership. It's a partnership between the practitioner that's guiding an individual and the individual. We're not here to do the work for somebody. And Denny, you've experienced that yourself. Anyone that gains benefit, you have to be willing to do it for yourself. And and so that's a big difference with natural healing. And I
0: want to give somebody uh, the the permission to do what I did, okay? Because I'm on my one. It's coming up on a one year journey. Uh, and I and I've dropped 23 pounds. I'm able to keep it down. Uh, you don't have to tell people. I, 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 don't, I don't tell people I, I just live my life. And if somebody asks me about it, like, hey, I notice you're losing weight. What, uh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm eating to my blood type. What the heck is that? So it starts a whole new conversation. And then with the part two of the question from, uh, Aaron in Toledo, what are the benefits of living a natural, healthy lifestyle? I can tell you physically you feel better, right? Mentally and emotionally, you're more, uh, even you don't have the crazy highs, the crazy lows, right? I'm, I'm more at peace and more even keel than I've ever been. Um, and spiritually, I feel more connected, uh, than I think I ever have. And, and yes. when, you, when you're going now, listen, it's not every day, it's not 24 seven, but I now recognize the things. If I put it into my body, I know where the react, how my body's going to react. And I try right. to avoid it. But even if I don't avoid it, I know what to do to get my body back in sync. And that's what it's all about. You keep yes. your body
1: in sync. Yes.
0: And you, you just, you feel wonderful. So,
1: and you that's, go. you know, that's what we're, and that's a beautiful, thank you for sharing that because this is a, this, it's a beautiful journey you're on. And for the thousands of people over the years that I've been blessed to help guide, they, that's the same conclusion. They feel better. And they're, they're developing a different awareness about the environment and the world around them. So it is a spiritual journey. It's a beautiful thing. It keeps us in touch. You know, my mother always said, food, food is something we need to honor every single day of our life. Food is very important. It's what connects us to our, our the humanness, uh, our human body, to the earth, and to our maker. So, you know, we were raised, my brothers and I were raised to see that this is a very spiritual Approach. And it's interesting when people start becoming mindful of how they feel after they've eaten something as they continue that journey, that mindfulness expands and they start looking at the world a little differently. And they start caring about things that they never really paid attention to before. So it's a full spectrum benefit in every way. The other thing, one of the biggest benefits that I see, and we've talked about this, I always, you know, refer to it, but let's face it. This country has a lot of debt, Paying for sick people. It's crashing the economy. And everybody's, you know, angry about their insurance rates are going up, and half the things, half the treatments they need through Western medicine are not being paid for, and they're all on these drugs. When more people shift, out of thinking about being sick, and then what do they do within the Western medical system? With they, if they shift and look at what can they do for themselves every single day, as more people walk that journey, and they learn about the tools. We're, you and I, we're teaching people the tools of good health. That's what we're teaching people: tools in the toolbox. So as more people go to new supplements and nutrition. In the big picture, I mean, let's face it, healthier people are generally happier people, I think. I think and it's better looking. That. I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're getting more handsome over the last year. Yeah, I'm not sure. But the, but the point is, it can change the, the economy of the United States, truly. Because right now, we're all flipping the bill for everybody to be sick because they're eating junk and fast food and all this nonsense. But imagine when we're able to flip that over. And we're not what I don't understand.
0: And, and, and this could be for another podcast down the road, but here's what I don't understand. If you are taking care of your body and you are not going to the doctor and you're not you using any of your insurance and you're, you know, you're not meeting your deductible and all that stuff because you're in better health. Why are you paying the same as everybody else? You should be paying less. If you're not using the insurance, you should be paying less.
1: Well, absolutely. And I mean, you know, we know that the um, what you pay, what do you call it? The premium, what do you call it every month that you pay your when, uh, your premium, every your month? premium yeah. that they're based on everybody. how many people? Yeah, they're based on everybody. Yeah. So, you
0: know, I think it's like my 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 house insurance and my auto insurance went up this year. Well, I didn't have a claim. I didn't have a claim on my house. I didn't have a car and knock on wood. Thank you for that. Why is my insurance going up? I didn't do it. Well, there was a hurricane somewhere and it wrecked a bunch of cars down in Florida and we had to make up the difference. So, we make our money, so we're sticking it to people up north. Well, that's crap, Uh, and that's got to change, but that's a whole nother show. So, let's move on. But
1: remember, that's an act of nature. We're talking about disease. Right. Now, some diseases, obviously, people are born with different things, but it's fair to say we are dealing with degenerative disease states. Over the course of the how many decades now, and we know statistically, type 2 diabetes is on the rise, cardiovascular disease is on the rise, cancer is on the rise. All this stuff is on the rise. So it's because we're a nation that's been taught, don't worry about your health. Just eat whatever you want and then go to the doctor and they'll, they'll take care of you. So natural health is really a beautiful, it's a totally different journey. And for people that are on it, they they the people that are on it love being on it because you know they feel better and uh it just changes their life it just changes yeah. everything for them so yeah good que- that was a good que- they're all very good questions thank good. you everybody for the questions all right
0: i like this one because we get a peek behind the curtain of your store Barb and toledo says when you look for new products to place in your store what are you looking for and what are the deal breakers
1: so the deal breakers are um, companies that are owned by big conglomerates we do not bring in. Um, I've been blessed to be raised in this industry before big, com- you know, big conglomerates were buying up our companies. I've been blessed to be a part of it when it was all family owned, some of these original companies. And, and thank God we still have some family owned companies. But if a company sells to a big conglomerate, they're off our shelves. If I, I've got to align personally, I need, my heart needs to align with the company and what they're doing. So that's the first thing. We care not only about the quality of a product, but who owns the company. So those are the two things that we've What is the quality? And, you know, I have a very uh, educated, uh, heartfelt team and we have certain people on staff that We will have them call a company if it's new for us, ask ask for somebody, not a customer service person. We always ask for the researcher, the biochemist on staff, and then we go in and ask certain questions. We want to know how they're making these products. We want to know that what's on our shelf is quality. So that's how we put things on the shelf. All right. I don't know what happened there, but...
0: i must have had a glitch in my internet so that's how you do it you actually do your
1: homework make sure these products don't have synthetics and all that other stuff and that and all that stuff we want to know that they're testing for contaminants we want to know that they're following good manufacturing practices which is something that our industry started uh to oversee really to oversee itself we want to know who the good players are um, a lot of the companies that are uh, you know, they're doing things from integrity and ethically. They don't want the bad players, uh, you know, giving everybody a bad name. So we call and ask all the right questions. And, so and- on a flip side, if a mom and pop uh,
0: maker, natural, whatever, uh, supplement maker, if they sell out to a big conglomerate, conglomerate and you notice that the ingredients are watered down or they're changing it, and it's, it doesn't live up to your integrity. Do you pull them off the shelf and bounce them, and do you tell them?
1: Oh, we, we pull them off immediately. Oh yeah, we pull them off immediately. Oh, we right. normally we normally don't wait to see what a big conglomerate is going to do to the quality of a product.
0: All right, so as soon as um, they sell, at, you're gone. as soon They're as gone. they
1: sell. And it's how often a- does that happen? Well, it's getting more challenging, to be honest with you. And and it's sad because a lot of the companies that they're buying, these are well-known company names and people are looking for that brand but they don't realize that behind the scenes, there's a potential that they could be, that the quality of the product could be changed. And we've seen that happen over and over. I mean, you know, you've got, and a lot of them, you know, Burt's Bees sold to Clorox and Tom's of Maine sold to Colgate and, you know, New Chapter sold to Procter and Gamble and uh, Garden of Life sold to, I don't know, Nestle's. That, those, those are not companies that I necessarily, that my heart resonates with and aligns with. So, we don't have them on the shelf
0: all right we're starting to run out of time i'm going to squeeze as many questions as i can and this is a great one from jimmy in sylvania i have used household cleaners for years but this time of the year i don't want to leave the windows open to air it all out do you have any suggestions for healthier cleaning supplies that i don't have to breathe in which i believe is an unhealthy vapor so give me some some well, toxic household cleaners Claudia
1: And I I think that it's a very important question that's being asked uh, we talked when we did our uh, episode on petrotoxins. We were talking about the, the the how toxic everyday commercial cleaning products can be. That's why a lot of people will come in and tell me, you know, after they clean their their bathroom, that you know they 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 get a headache or nausea, whatever they get. So the fumes, the fumes, the offgassing uh, are very uh, toxic, and a lot of people are being affected by them. So you know, I was looking at what we offer at the store. Um, a couple, there's three products that we carry. Uh, we, because we have a nice selection of cleaning supplies, we do our best to. I mean, a lot of them, unfortunately, now, um, you know, we got rid of Mrs. Meyer. I miss Myers. I forget who she's, who that company sold to, and we got rid of. Uh, we've same thing. But there's a few to look for. We carry um, Nantucket Spider great company, family owned, they make products for um, pets and they make cleaning supplies. They, they, they do a great job. In fact, we sell a lot of their, they have laundry, their sheets, their little laundry sheets, instead of using laundry soap. And then you've got a plastic container that ends up in a landfill. Uh, Nantucket spider makes some really cool laundry, um, uh, whatever they call them. They're, you know, like a, piece of paper and you throw them in the laundry. They're wonderful. We, we have wonderful feedback on those products, better life, another great company to look for better life. I met them originally. I don't even know what year at a trade show. And it was, I believe a husband and wife and, uh, are still, I believe it's still family owned. So they make some great products, very clean. Uh, and also, um, Dr. Bronner's is, makes, uh, he makes a, that company makes a, some cleaning stuff. So now the other thing that a lot of people are doing are making their own products. And now you can find a lot of recipes all over the place. There's bloggers that blog on this. There's moms groups that are sharing recipes. So there's a lot of recipes that you can find, and they okay. usually start with baking soda. Uh, a lot of things will use vinegar and use essential oils in them. So there's, but but I what I think is very cool is that you know the question is what else can I do? So great question. All right. Last
0: question, because we're running out of time. We are just, well, a couple of weeks away from Halloween. And then, of course, November, we got Thanksgiving and you have Christmas and you have all these different holidays coming up. Any tips on eating naturally as the holidays are approaching?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a good question. I, you know, I always encourage people, especially if you're just on this journey and you're taking it in baby steps, take your favorite foods, whatever they are, pies, cakes, whatever, and start with clean ingredients. Make the switch from commercial to organic and clean, you know, you get rid of the hydrogenation, you get rid of the white refined sugar and you, you, you make these same recipes with better, cleaner ingredients. So that's a first step. Um, people that of course have been on this journey a long time. I mean, when my family, when we have, you know, if we have a Thanksgiving dinner and (laughs) it's just the five of us, I don't even make desserts because none of us eat desserts. So, um, we' never come over on Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> we don't do we, and we none of us miss it. Uh, you know, it's anyway. It, it, but it's what it's just learning. Uh, and, and 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 again, the more you do it, the less you want sugar and all those things. Because here's what's interesting: my team, we always know after the new year, we're going to be packed with people that are sick. From all the junk that they ate and the sugar and the goodies and the alcohol and the partying, they know it. They know they feel crummy from from all the overindulgence. So there are supplements that help support, you know, blood sugar levels and all those things. So there's a lot you can do, but you know, when it comes to the holidays, you just have to do the best you can. Now we sell a uh, Mary's turkeys at our store. It's a family farm. We've sold them for years. People you, you go, the, the, the turkeys are out running around. They're not caged. So these are the things that people can make. They can take the step, take baby steps. So a lot of people now get clean turkeys and honest to God, all after Thanksgiving, Uh, I don't know how many people will tell me it's the best turkey I've had in years. Well, it's because you're not eating all the, you know, whatever they've been jacked up with commercially. Yeah. So all these things can make a difference. But at the end of the day, it always helps to just not overindulge. (laughs) So baby
0: steps people baby all right, steps. That's, it. that's all the time we have for q a with well Connie. those were fun
1: questions thank you that was everybody a fun
0: question. and i like doing this we should do it like once a month but anyway yeah, and you
1: know people are always asking questions and honestly i'll always tell you if i don't know something i'll be the first to tell you i don't know yeah. i'm a student every day if i don't know i'll go find out from the right people yeah. that do but questions are wonderful and uh good keep stuff Keep
0: coming people keep them yep. coming
1: yeah. All right, Claudia.
0: Just like always, I'm giving you the last word.
1: Well, thank you, Denny. Um, you know, everybody, we're very excited about this podcast. Um, we we have a big vision for it. A uh, lot of people are tuning in. They're finding out about it. We're getting such beautiful feedback on it. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for sharing what we're doing. It means a lot. As Denny keeps talking about, one of these days, we're going to have a new podcast studio, which is very exciting. And we have a lot of cool guests lined up that are going to be coming on. So, um, you know, natural health, it's a step-by-step. It's a beautiful thing. Put your arms around it. And most importantly, and I tell all the young parents that shop at our store that are caring about nutrition for their children, I really, really honor what they're doing because our children honestly have been hijacked by the food industry, by the medical industry, um and it's very very sad. We need to teach them, we need to get back to just letting them do l- eat natural, learn how to support their immune system, all these good things. So for everybody out there that are taking baby steps and being examples and teaching your family, uh, we have great respect for it. So keep going because it's a lifetime journey. So thank you so much. Keep the faith everybody. Focus on your blessings and um yeah, uh, happy Halloween whenever it comes up. I don't know when couple that weeks. is. Couple weeks. Couple weeks. Couple weeks. And by the way, people have been asking, do we have natural candy, safe candy? Yes, we do. We have a beautiful table display of of uh, uh, chocolates for children that can't have uh, dairy. Uh, they're made with almond milk and all these other things. There's no sugar in them. So we have a beautiful uh, display of candy for the for Halloween that doesn't have a bunch of junk in it. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So thank you, everyone. And Denny, I'm sending you a hug, man. And uh, sending a hug to everybody else. Blessings and peace.